giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 221 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Today is Sunday, July 12th, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And please, if you have a question, ask. This is a, this is a great week to ask us lots of questions because there's not a lot of hunter news going on and not a lot of hunter hosts here either. Uh, Delirium, I think he's out doing his sort of annual summer backpack, you know, get back to nature, thrill of the wild type stuff, if you will. And Artemis isn't, isn't here though. She may, she may pop in later. Not, not sure where she went today, but uh, Bendek, you and I are, are here. Uh, and so we'll probably cover a lot of more general World of Warcraft stuff, which is fine because there's actually been some pretty interesting things uh, going on between yeah. uh, Comic-Con this week and, and that interview that was probably a little uh, week or two old, but uh, talking about patch 6.2. So we, we'll, we'll get into all of that. And uh, also before we start, I've been told today is Michelle Morrow's birthday. So Michelle, if you happen to be out there listening, happy birthday to you. I saw her all about... Uh, doing a lot of stuff over at the San Diego uh, Comic-Con with the Warcraft movie. So I'm sure she's she's busy and having a good time. Uh, so let's try and squeeze in something Hunter-related. And I was, I was thinking about this because I've seen a couple of people ask about this. Uh, the Skull of War trinket, is that worth upgrading at all? Does that fit into the uh, current list of trinkets that we have available in 6.2? That's the Dark Moon Fair trinket. And I think it what, has crit as its proc. Yeah, um, I guess it depends where you're coming from. Um, it's the problem with it for marksmanship is it has internal cooldown of roughly two minutes, which is the same cooldown as rapid fire, which gives you careful aim. So a lot of that crit is just going to go to waste from the proc, you know. I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So and it yeah. and it is a proc. It's not an unused trinket. So. Uh... In other words, you're going to just have too much crit going on, so you really won't be taking advantage of it. So that's that's the downside to that particular trinket. It's not to say it's a bad trinket. It's just uh, compared to anything from Hellfire, I don't I don't think it's as good, yeah. except for maybe that Felspring coil, like the normal version. Maybe perhaps it's better than that. But I think everything else is probably better. Yeah, and it. it yeah, and it would be expensive to upgrade too, because you have to. I'm, I'm assuming it's gonna, but you're gonna need 90 fell blight for that. Yeah, and it, and well, it, that's and it dropping in price a little bit. Has it? What's it like on your server? It's still around. It's it's under 500 now. On, on I've my seen realm. it as low as 300. So okay, that's pretty good. I'm, I've been trying to farm it up a little bit. Uh, on my own and it's just really slow going almost to the point where if you're trying to get it you know farm it it's almost not worth it i mean if i go on dark brew i can only do it with fishing which is really slow <laughs> yeah that's the only thing i tried to was fishing i got i say i get like one fell blight every 10 pools maybe if i'm lucky <laughs> yeah that's that sounds about right i've heard some people say well maybe you can get real lucky and get five from uh 
you know, one cast, but that seems, I haven't had that happen. And I, I suspect that's few and far between. I I've also a couple of hours trying fishing and herbalism and I've had a total of three the entire weeks we've been here. Yeah, I've tried it on skinning too. I've taken one of my other hunters out there who's not geared very well, although I did read your guide. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit uh, in just a minute here. And I've just haven't really tried to gear him up too much, just really gone out into certain areas and killed a bunch of mobs and have tried skinning them. Um, and again, even that, the, the drop rate seems very low there to, to the point where you definitely feel like you're grinding and it's not very enjoyable. <laughs> And I just get bored with it very, very fast. Yeah. Well, I know Delirium said he, I think he farmed up 90 fell blights from skinning, but obviously he was more geared than your alt, so he could kill stuff really fast. Yeah, my alt went in there at like a 590 gear level. Oh, which is, God. Yeah. Un, yeah. Oh. That's bad for Tanan. Yeah. It's, it, was, it was tough. <clears throat> you could certainly take on, well, elites were very difficult, um, not worth fighting uh, elite mobs. And the regular mobs, you know, were fine. It's just that you can't, you couldn't do like groups and groups. So if you got like, you know, multiple mobs on you, you, you were pretty much done for because the pet would just get killed right away. And that was a mess. Although a lot of people are mentioning Doomlord Kazak or whatever he's called now as, as a good way to farm the Felblight. Yeah, especially if you have alts you can take there. Every alt's going to get at least 10, 10 or so Felblight. It's pretty nice. Yeah, so maybe that's 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 probably the way to do it. Just find a group and uh, bring the alts in there and get a couple of hits on them or whatever. Do the, do the best I can to, to defeat them, but get the fell blight that way. Because um, you know, seven fifteen eye level gear for the for for some of the pieces is nice. You know, that's a that's a pretty good pretty good upgrade. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially the gun. <laughs> well, the gun goes up to what seven oh five, correct? 705, yeah. Yeah, 705. I wish I wish they would make that 715. That would that would be nice cuz but that I mean I'm working towards that. But although I saw someone uh I guess you can if you get like the mythic uh warforged out of a heroic dungeon, you can get that that's also a 705 eye level, so that that's another yep. source of getting a ranged weapon. Um yeah, and those are actually aren't too bad um as long as you're going with a organized group. Right. They're not too they're not too difficult really. It's more of a you just have a have a certain level of gear and you can pass through it pretty easily. They're actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so one of the one of the chat room Fartex in the chat says, "Is it totally worth it to go for the gun?" I mean, I think having a seven hundred five weapon is definitely worth having. I mean, how does and, and the gun right? You can customize the the stats right. You can you can make yeah. the item and you can get the exact itemization stats you want. So it would be better than. Uh, the gun that drops off the first boss in Hellfire Citadel. Right. And heroic. That's the heroic first boss is 705. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also haste and mastery. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say it's worth it. Like, unless you're, if you're clear, if you're already clearing heroics, then there's a good chance you might get your hands on the second or third weapon. But I mean, I mean, I haven't seen any drop yet and I've, gone through those bosses like three times <laughs> so it's i don't regret crafting mine <laughs> yeah like i said it depends on how you're going if you're taking your time to farm up the stuff if you're doing normal versus heroic like we're we're more or less 
in in normal. We're just going to progress through normal for the for the time being. <clears throat> we stepped into heroic because we thought we'd just you know knock out the first boss, but we seem to struggle with it. And I I can't help but feel like it's like we're doing something wrong. I mean, I don't think it's a gear issue, only because the six ninety even some of the six ninety five gear that drops out of normal aren't upgrades for anybody. Yeah. I mean, outside of the tier pieces and the trinkets, everything's getting DE'd, you know, nothing, no one's, no one's taking anything. So <clears throat> I don't think it's a gear issue with that first, first boss in heroic. Um, we'll talk about him for a second. Like, I mean, you got, you're, you're starting to clear through some of the heroic bosses. I mean, what's your strategy for that first boss? Is there anything special you're doing? It just, it, I feel like it's an ad management fight and we're not managing the ads very well. It's pretty much just ad prioritizing. Um, we just prioritize the siege engines, and then after that, it's the gore-bound fellcasters, the ones that start chain casting on the raid. Mm-hmm. Um, they start out as, as regular fellcasters, and then they go through metamorphosis, and then they start doing the chain casting. So those guys are really top priority. And beyond that, it's, and then it's the big guys, the berserkers, and then the rest just kind of gets AOE'd down. Um, so what's happening to you guys is your your cannons being destroyed? No, it's not. The, it's not that the cannons being destroyed. We're, I feel like we're stuck with too many ads. We have too many of the same type of ad, like those the, the, you know the gorebound fellcasters when they when they metamorphosize and they turn into the terrors. I guess sometimes they'll have as many as two up at once, and I just feel like we're not either we're not separating people aren't interrupting or or, or, or quite quite what it is. But we feel like we're, we're starting to get overrun with ads too quickly in that fight and that's that's what's killing us well a lot of people the the problem too is they focus on the aoe damage instead of uh single target damage even though there's a lot of ads you, you need to like focus down those gore bound things one at a time and just get them especially when they get low health and they start to transform you just have to get them dead really quick so so and that's the question too and this is my understanding that they transform it's not a timing issue it's not after they've been up for a certain amount of time it's it's based on the amount of damage that they take correct i mean so once their health I gets th- to- I th- honestly i'm not 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure it's when they get low health that's when they transform right. yeah that's that's what i think too and so i think that's what's going on is everyone just sees all those ads out there and they start aoeing aoeing and so there's a lot of cleave damage and aoe damage and as a result those guys are transforming uh, too quickly, faster than faster than they might, and we're just getting overrun. Basically, you have to look at the damage breakdown and scatter or whatever, and just see who is like you know who's doing high damage to those targets and who isn't, and then mm-hmm. just tell them that you know focus on single target instead of AOE. Yeah. You know, because I my of course, obviously, because he drops a ranged weapon, it w- it would be nice, <laughs> yeah. even if you know, to, just just to get that, or just to be doing heroic in general, because I I've, I think that we're probably capable of doing it. But I, I so I think it's just a strategy. But it is amazing to see the difference um, in difficulty from that and normal, because normal. I, I, just I was going to say issue. that too. The difference between normal and heroic is much bigger than it's been, like in a this whole expansion like you like they usually it was just heroic was just bigger numbers but there's there's some like extra mechanics here and there mm-hmm. or some mechanics are uh more difficult um i don't know if you've done fell lord Zakun 
It's the one that pops the pillars up. You have to no, we, no, we haven't done that one yet. Uh, as far as we've gotten in with normal is, is Gorfine. We just we defeated Gorfine last week, so we're 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 just ready to move on now. Well, one big example is the Zakun. Well, he he raises these pillars from the ground and basically say he's going to raise like four of them. The goal you want to soak three of them and just let one of them come up because one of them's always going to come up. But if you soak three of them, you can choose which one comes up. And uh, basically, you don't want things to hit them. That's why you want to do this. Anyway, you get a debuff when you soak it. And it's pretty bad, because if you get hit with any of these waves that are flying around, you explode on the entire raid. Oh, my. <laughs> and this, that debuff lasts for two minutes. So it's you know it's pretty stressful when you get it. But in normal, it only lasts for 20 seconds. So it's just completely... It, it just almost trivializes it compared to the heroic version. It's there's a lot. It's I'm surprised. Like heroic is really difficult. It seems like I don't know. Just I think a lot of guilds too that um, were you know really far along in mythics in uh, Blackrock Foundry. They're having a lot of trouble on some of these heroic bosses, even with all of their gear. Yeah, I, I mean I'm not surprised. Like I said, just just the first boss seemed like a pretty big step up between normal. And heroic, and I don't know if it, the expectation is that you would clear normal and in gear up from there. I mean, but I mean, most of the gear that would be useful doesn't drop until the towards the end of the to to, to the end of the instance. So went to once you get to the end bosses and start getting the higher level gear, you start getting the seven hundred five gear out of normal. Does it seem like that's when you really, you know, be geared enough to to perhaps overcome some of the damage that's flying around in heroic? Yeah. And, um, once you kill Gorfine four times, you can skip past him mm -hmm. and get to the better bosses. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, the only hesitation to do that uh, against doing that, of course, is trying to get everybody at least those those two pieces of tier, yeah. as well as you know getting the tomes for the for the legendary. Well, I think you could still go back and do those tier bosses. I'm guessing, and just skip those the first ones if you don't need them. Oh, that's a good point too. It's right. It's not like they're they're dead, right? You're just you're just advancing, choosing where you're going to start in yeah. the instance. So so, <clears throat> which actually that's just kind of nice. That's kind of nice that they implement something like that, which would allow you to kind of advance ahead and start on a on a later boss like that without having to save your lockout, you know, and 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 lock yourself out of those other bosses. So that that's kind of a nice thing. Yeah, and I'm wondering if there'll be another quest after that so you can skip even further. Like if you kill like Zul Harak or Tyrant Velhari mm -hmm. four times, if you'd be able to skip to Manoroth. Maybe. That would be a nice thing to do. <clears throat> of course, you shouldn't really be in any rush. No, I, <laughs> well, I know. Well, we can talk about that. Yeah, that's right. There was there was an interview a couple weeks back, um, and they announced that... Uh, Basically, 6.2 is going to be the final patch of Warlords of Draenor. And, of course, that would mean Hellfire Citadel is the last raid of the expansion. So, I mean, I'm surprised and I'm not surprised. I mean, it certainly felt like the final patch of the expansion. But it just seems like it's a little bit too soon for it to be the final patch of the expansion. Well... Yeah, um, final raid. They still final have raid. some kind of patch, but true, true, true. Um, 
I'm not sure how significant it would be. Well, on, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if they just, I, I don't know what they would give us in, in a content patch. I mean, I can't imagine them doing another Tannin jungle like zone for us to, to quest and, and, and do that. And if there was going to be a 6.3, that seems like a lot of work. Oh. Yeah, Maybe the selfie like... cam needs another upgrade. <laughs> oh, man. But but the thing about this is we we know there's another expansion coming, but but nobody knows really when or they haven't announced anything about it. And I mean, well, that's if the I thing were, we can, I think you can assume this is going to be announced at BlizzCon, right? I, I would assume so too. They've never not done the announcements at BlizzCon, right? So, so that um, means, if assuming that, that means the beta can't start before then, so right? The beta, the earliest the beta can start is right after BlizzCon, which is probably unlikely, but maybe. And then the beta lasts. Betas usually last for four to six months. Yep. So we're looking at basically a year of 6.2 almost and that's the thing that's that's what i'm that's sort of kind of the math i've i've kind of the speculation math i've done in my head too is that announce the expansion at blizzcon like you said best case would be to you know start the beta right after blizzcon and then four to six months of beta testing and then maybe release it may or june you know kind of around the same time as when the movie comes out and So another thing it lines up with is if they could uh, tie it in with the movie, which I'm sure they will somehow. So June does seem pretty likely. Yeah, I would I would think June would likely, and that's you know certainly a it, it, you know it would be interesting because it would make Warlords of Draenor the shortest expansion I think they would have had on record, but it still makes patch six point two one of the longer content patches, longer raid tiers that they've had. Not as long as Siege of Orgrimmar, but certainly on par with Dragon Soul and perhaps ICC. I mean, not, you know, and that was one of the big problems, the big things that people complained about was, oh my god, we're in Siege of Orgrimmar for, for a year here and we're tired of it. And it sounds like now the same thing is going to happen with Hellfire Citadel, <laughs> that we could be in there almost as long and, you know. Well, I think it, whatever happens that the the game will come out at least a month before the movie does, just so they can get any any bugs out of the way before the influx of movie attenders comes. Because, like when we had the start of Draenor, that was three weeks of really unpleasantness, and they don't want to scare people away. At the very least, I can see them putting out like the pre-patch before before the movie yes. comes out, yeah, and have even have some kind of in-game tie-in event, which would be really cool. Movie. Have they? They haven't really done those pre-expansion uh, events since uh, Cata, have they? I mean, oh, they, they, they they did one for Warlords of Draenor. Did yeah. they? Yeah. What was it? Oh, right. It was right. short, right? I mean, Dark it was just portal. a series of yeah, the Dark Portal. Yeah, it was just a series of quests out in uh, Badlands, not Badlands. Uh, Blasted Lands. Blasted. Blasted. But that, yeah, so, I mean, it, it just seems like they, they still have pacing issues uh, with these expansions. And right now they seem to have been able to figure out how to deliver the middle content faster. But the, 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 the end content, the final patch, they, they haven't really figured out a way to close the gap, it seems, as far as we can know, uh, 
between that final raid tier of an expansion and then the start of the next expansion. And that seems like it's just going to be just as long as it's, it, as it's ever been. So I don't know how much has really been accomplished here. It's possible this could just be like a transition period mm-hmm. to their new, whatever they plan on for releasing expansions, the whole faster expansions they've been talking about for so long. Maybe it's going to happen and this is just the Warlords is just the weird transition expansion to that new model. Yeah, you know, you may very well be right. I mean, that would that that could be that could be true. It's, it's like they've got the mechanism or the the formula in place to do it and this is sort of like this hybrid, this last holdout between the old and transitioning into the new. So cuz if they were doing expansions that fast, I I'd assume they'd always be two tiers like this one. Right. Yeah, and, and two tiers is fine. I mean, there's nothing that says we have to have three raids or four raids. I mean, just as long as they keep giving us new new stuff, I mean, that's really what <laughs> what people want. <clears throat> I mean, I guess what it does sort of call into question, though, is are they going to continue to charge, you know, 40 bucks for each one of these expansions? And do you feel like you're really getting Actually, they raised it to 50 bucks last 50, time. 50, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, the real question is because there was only the three... Because it was dungeons and stuff, so I guess it is three raids. Just doesn't feel like it. Well, they have three raids. It was really just two tiers this time around. Um, they, 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 you know, they had the, <clears throat> the, the high mall, which didn't really give you any tier gears. Nothing was set bonuses, and then they had Blackrock Foundry, which they opened up a little bit later. But they were both really part of the opening of the expansion, if you will. I mean, they were tested in the beta and so forth. But you had mentioned, you know, Bendek possibly doing a tie-in with the movie, and that frightens me just a little bit. I mean, it would make sense for them to, to do that, but <clears throat> I can't think of any real good way to do that without continuing the whole time travel <laughs> expansion. <clears throat> well, they, could, what if they had some kind of like time walk or time walking slash caverns of time dungeon special event or something? play something from the movie or something like that yeah and that might be fine that see that wouldn't be such a bad thing because we've done that before right where we come back and experience like certainly the arthas dungeons and all those others so yeah you know that that would actually be kind of fun right to go see some of the the warcraft one and inner see some you know if they create like a zone that looks like Stormwind or old orgrimmar or something like that that might be that would be fun um but I just can't imagine, you know, a whole expansion where we go back into like alternate Azeroth or even, you know, leave Draenor and find ourselves back in our own Azeroth. But, you know, 35 years, you know, <clears throat> earlier than when we left it. Uh, it just seems too kind of gimmicky. And, and I, I don't think people really want that. I don't know. I don't want that. I don't I would I wouldn't want to see that. No, I don't think people want it. But I've been saying for a long time that. It's reasonable if you extract the story the way the story's been going. There's even in Neverbloom literally a portal that goes directly to right over Stormwind. So if the demons wanted to, they could have just gone straight through that at any time, and there would be 30 years mm-hmm. ago at Azeroth. Right. So. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, obviously this storyline has to continue and the Burning Legion have to be a part of whatever we do next. But I almost rather see us go to wherever wherever it is that they're, they're hiding out. If there's some place we can go to and kind of take the fight to them and, and end it once and for all, I think that might make for a 
a more interesting expansion than uh, than going back and all of a sudden we're in the same setting that the the Warcraft movie is in, and that's that's the game that we're that we're playing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they'll do that. Like, I hope not. <laughs> you know, because the movie be. I'm sure it'll be good, even if it's good. You know, it's only going to be in theaters. You know month or two right i mean you know it's it's you know it'll come out in june and by end of july early august we'll be forgotten about you know you might see it if it's good you might see it again and then <clears throat> but you know it'll definitely bring a lot of attention towards the game though because a lot of people that see the movie won't be warcraft players and then they if they like the true movie, they, true they'll be like hmm, i wonder what game this is based on maybe i should try it out so that's why i think it's very likely the, the next expansion will be right around then. Yeah. Or at least the pre-patch just with like actual content that somehow ties in, even if it's just a little event, you know? Yeah. And I think that'd be fine, but yeah, I agree. So I think, you know, um, that the expansion probably, like I said, I think it'll be announced at BlizzCon, like you say, and it sounds like we might even get the Warcraft teaser or not the actual Warcraft movie trailer shown at BlizzCon. Um, because it was mentioned, I guess uh, I didn't. I saw some of the stuff on on Twitter. I mean, at the Warcraft movie panel over at San Diego Comic Con yesterday, um, I was hoping they were going to show the trailer, but they didn't have the trailer to show. They apparently they did show like several minutes of footage from the film, yeah, five to six minutes, yeah, yeah. which isn't going to be released anywhere, as far as we know. So they were just just for the people that were lucky enough to be in the room to see it. <clears throat> saw two seconds of it on YouTube. Did you? Did you? How did it look? Did it look good? I mean, I mean, it was really poorly filmed. Like <laughs> you could tell, whoever was filming it was just desperately trying not to get noticed. Saw like a quick flash of uh, oh, gotcha, Dur- gotcha. Durotan, I think. I'm guessing that was him. And then, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I saw a couple other pictures of some of the characters. There was like Garona, um, a couple mm-hmm. of orcs. Yeah, I saw some of the, yeah some of those images. I think were still up on MMO Champion, and it, it all looks really, really good. Um, yeah, but then people uh, were comparing it to all the orc scenes. They're comparing it to Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's you know fully CG and all that stuff. A lot of CGI. A lot of CG. But uh, Duncan Jones did mention on Twitter that the trailer would be released in November, no date specified. But obviously, you know, with BlizzCon being in November, it just makes total sense that they would premiere it there. And then, of course, it would be available to everybody uh, to to see online at that point. So, I mean, I guess... That that certainly would be the that's what people are hoping for. It's, it's and that'll be fun too if you're if you're at BlizzCon and you go to that panel and see it up on a bigger screen and be in a group of Warcraft fans. You know that will certainly be a fun moment to be sure. But but beyond that, I don't, they really didn't reveal too much else about about the movie uh, itself yesterday. And they didn't hand out mini doom hammers or take anyone away to like a Russell Brower concert or anything like that. <laughs> not, <laughs> not like what the Star Wars folks got. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but uh, so what else we want to talk about? I mean, we have the myth. There's the mythic hellfire progression. Um, we got two guilds, Method and Paragon. They're both uh, 12 or 13. 
So they're, they're, they're working on Archimond. Now, Ali, you had something interesting. So what happened to Method yesterday? They were kind of in... Uh, they had a, a glitch, a game glitch, a glitch with their raid ID. What happened with them? Well, I woke up and I was looking at Sko's Twitter for the latest updates on the race. And they said that... It, when I saw it, it was six hours timestamped. And they had... They had lost their raid ID, and every time they would try and log in, it would it would give that message that said, um, "Your group is not you are not in the group that's in this raid," and kick everybody back out over and over and over and over and over. So they had been battering uh, Blizzard, trying to get somebody to fix this. And I think Blizzard did send out a reply that said, "Okay, we're aware of this. We're working on it," but I think it was like ten hours before it was solved. So that's uh. That's a lot of time, especially at this really critical time. And somebody else pointed out that with all the changes that are being made um, on CTR, Darius just pointed out that all these changes they're making to the bosses can upset some strategy that somebody has that's that they've been working on for the past two days and just negate all that strategy. Um, so this is really, really a bad thing to happen, a really bad time in the race. Yeah, especially on a weekend too, when they probably argue we've had a lot more time to play than that. That not that that's a huge issue, but certainly, you know, it would be you know you know a Saturday or certainly a day where you can you know focus on this you know with with probably fewer distractions than you might have uh, during during the week. So, right, and that's wasting time that they're literally awake, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of important because. Can only be awake so long, then you got to sleep because your performance is dropping. Um, so that's it's really, really. I hope it doesn't affect them because I was really hoping that they would be done by today. That I actually thought they would be, but they're not. Although I mean, somebody said Exorcist is up to twelve thirteen as well. And I think they're the Russian one that nobody can pronounce. <laughs> Same ones behind the add-on. <laughs> Probably. Ray tools, yeah. Yeah. Midwinter, good old US. They're still, yeah, I just uh, did... they're still 11, I think. Which is good. I mean, that's still... still yeah, especially because they don't raid nearly as much as anybody else does. So they're doing amazingly well for... I don't want to call them a casual guild, but... Hardcore <laughs> casual, maybe. <laughs> they're not even... They're, they're hardcore. <laughs> well, they're hardcore with jobs, though. Yeah, they're still yeah. in the top five. So, yeah, we'll have to get Roger back on and talk about this. Cause I'd like to find out too, because we we know that you know a big part of what allows them to get these done is this that repetition is just you know putting in all these multiple attempts, you know, hundreds of attempts. Um, so to not be able to go in there for for ten hours, you know, that does you know at this at that level. Can I'm sure it can set you back because you know it's that repetition, that practice, those attempts. But I mean, I wonder what the difference really the difference is in terms of what they're doing is between say you know attempt number fifty and attempt number one fifty. I mean, <laughs> to the point where and then you know that final attempt where they where they actually get it. I mean, I wonder what the what the difference is between those earlier attempts is and then the one where they finally get it. In my experience, is just getting everyone in the raid to. Learn the fight and it's like muscle mm-hmm. memory, basically. And then eventually it just all clicks. And then, of course, there's developing strategies and all that. But yeah, because I know like it's a lot of it is strategy too. Because I think it was 
with Black Hand. I for, I forget the exact numbers. I just know that Method's first kill was like hundreds of poles less than the people who killed it after Method. So, there's I don't know. They must have had some kind of secret sauce. <laughs> Maybe and I and I don't know how often they they changed their their strategies at all <clears throat> along the way. Especially the deeper they get into it, I imagine they probably have a strategy that they they believe will work, and then it's just a matter of everybody learning it. You know, hoping that little bit of RNG that can sometimes make the difference between you killing something and wiping. You know, goes your way as well. Although they do, they do get these things on farm, you know, shortly thereafter. Yeah, so that's a lot of it is that when it just clicks with everyone, the next time you come there, it's it's just still just as hard, and you don't have that much more gear. It's just, you know, it's still in your muscle memory. It's just, yep. you know, yeah, everyone knows what they're doing. It's it's not just like it's it's not just that way for for those guys. Although I I swear that they seem to put in more attempts on these things than perhaps the uh, the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of attempts. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's like when I get to 30, I'm like, oh, man, this is rough. Yeah, I know. I know. I've had, I remember, what was it, the years ago, Syndragosa putting in over 50 attempts and never felt like we were that even that close at that point in time. <clears throat> Still felt like we had a ways to go before before getting her down. Um, but that seemed like a lot of attempts. Yeah, I got to say Archimonde is really tough. Even on normal mode, it's really tough. Have you beaten him on normal? Have you defeated him now? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. I've killed nine in heroic, but I haven't got him on normal yet. <laughs> nine in heroic still pretty good, though. That's, that's a good... <clears throat> so have you gotten all of your tier? Or... Nope. Still, I'm at three pieces. Three so pieces. I'm not even wearing it because the two piece is so bad. <laughs> yeah, the two piece... And you're playing as marksmanship or, or BM? Uh, marks, marks, yeah, yeah. And but, uh, so the two, so the two piece, what extends the rap, gives you rapid fire for four seconds, right? Uh, it's a really low chance, though. It's is it? if if your chimera shot crits, then you have a forty percent chance to get it. So, it's it's really bad. <laughs> so basically, it's 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 almost like it's non-existent. Then, so it's it's okay. It's it's a lot nicer once you get the four piece because you can actually take advantage sure. of it. Sure. Because with, when you don't have the four piece, you can only really get one aim shot in that window to take mm -hmm. advantage of the crit bonus. But when you have the four piece, you could potentially get three in there. So. Yeah, the four piece is nice. So, so so you're so you're hanging on to your four piece of tier seventeen then. Yeah. Rather than breaking into two pieces of, of tier 18. Mm -hmm. um, well, part of that's because two of my tier 18 pieces are normal. So mm -hmm. it's not an eye level upgrade really to use them. So, right. So it's just not really worth it. Right. But if you had heroic pieces of tier, would the would two pieces of heroic probably be worth breaking Prob up your four piece? Probably, yeah. And again, that's mainly because of the stats that you're getting on those 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 pieces of gear, rather than the versus yeah. the the proc, obviously, because the proc isn't any different. They didn't do scaling procs, right? Um, I mean, I think the trinket, the uh, Archimon trinket, scales, right, with eye level, 
but I don't think the tier pieces do in terms of no, the, they don't. the proc. They don't. They're, they're, that's just the same for each eye level that you get. Which yeah, I've had, I've had, I haven't had the best luck in Hellfire uh, loot-wise. Like, I mean, yeah, I got those pieces of tier, but no trinkets, no my bonus rolls don't give me anything. <laughs> I think I'm wearing like <laughs> I think I'm wearing like two pieces of of Hellfire gear or something like that. And I've killed all the like twelve normal bosses three times and the heroic bosses, I don't know, a bunch of those too. So I'm just waiting for my lucky break. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh so, uh, which boss was it? Uh, the, the council boss. Anyway, I did, I did, uh, bonus roll the mirror of the blade master. Oh, I'm jealous. Normal trinket. That's a weird trick. It's nice. It's an on use trinket, which is always good with a one minute cooldown. But I kind of like the on use trinkets from time to time just because you can control when you want to use it. But it seems weird. It seems like it puts your, um, mirror images in like, uh, one place, like whatever the target is, and they don't, and it just seems like it stays on that target or in that yeah, that's position. How it works. They don't move once you place them down, but they are, they do do a lot of damage though. Mm-hmm. Um, on an AOE fight, like, um, say Zul Harak or something like that, they can do like 10% or more of your damage yeah. easily, just those mirror images. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's so it's a fun trinket, but you have to, you know, think about when you're going to want to use it too you know you don't yeah. just don't want to pop it for the sake of popping it especially if you're attacking some low health target <laughs> which i i did like the first couple of times and i just saw the beer which is just spinning in place going and there's there's nothing there for them <laughs> to attack it just feel like it's wasted yeah you just kind of be a bit strategic with it like mm-hmm. maybe not always if there's ads running all over the place like on gorefiend you know just just throw it on the boss and then go yeah. back to the ads you know? Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's exactly the fight that in that situation. Where I'll, just, I'll hang on to it, like I say, toss it on the boss, and then let it, and then just you know go back to single de- single targeting the ads or doing what I need to do. It, li- <clears> it lines up with rapid fire too, so that's good. It does. It does. Yeah. They do scale with the haste, so it's also worth noting for beast mastery. It only summons two images instead of four. Because uh, they inherit the mastery. Okay. So, or else it would just be absolutely insane if they summon four. <clears throat> yeah, interesting. I didn't realize that. Like I said, I've been playing marksmanship most most of the way out here, just just to try and get used to it. Um, <clears throat> and I'm I'm enjoying it again. It's fun. Um, I haven't really decided whether or not I should give Lone Wolf. I haven't given Lone Wolf. Another look, because I, I just like having the the pets with me, but I might have to rethink that on on some of the fights and, and just decide that you know maybe maybe Lone Wolf is a smarter way to go on on certain fights. It's really strong on anything, any kind of cleave fight. Mm-hmm. It's because of that extra chimera shot damage. Um, so you're just using focusing shot. I've had been using focusing shot. I like focusing shot. <laughs> yeah, and that focusing shot is really good once you get the. Four piece bonus. Yeah. But I think maybe I'll this week I'll uh, try and mix in a little bit more Lone Wolf, Lone Wolf, especially in some of the ad heavy fights. Um, yeah, I did. It, it, Go ahead. 
Now, as I say, the other downside to it on, on, is on some of these fights too, you know, especially if your pet has to move around from ad to ad or things aren't necessarily close to one another, you know, you lose some of that uh, running time that the pet has to do, you know, mm-hmm. to get from one target to the other. Yeah, I actually this week and in, in uh, the normal run, I played BM for about half the fights just to play around with it. It wasn't too bad. It's uh, it's actually really nice on some fights, like uh, Zul Harak. Um, there's just this constant ad spawning these imps, and it's just really nice to be able to cleave them down all the time. So it's Beastmastery. It's not it's not totally useless. It's just um, there's some fights, like you said, where your pet has to run around. Where that's 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 the biggest problem in my eyes. Yeah, well, that's a good. We can talk about BM because we actually have a, a question from someone from the from the WHU Facebook. They were asking this on, on there, and and they said, well, they had just listened to the latest hunting party podcast. This is someone named Nikki, and a lot of the subject matter revolved around how well MM the MM spec is doing. He says I really enjoy BM. So that question is, how far behind is BM, and am I bad if I don't play MM? And we get a lot of those questions. Anytime there's a spec like like marksmanship that seems to be the front runner, everyone sort of questions their whether or not they're a bad person if they don't play <laughs> marksmanship. But you know, you're so you're using BM on some fights, right? So so so, I mean, how do they how do those two stack up right now? Now that we're about three weeks into Hellfire Citadel here. It's it's not bad. It's just um, if you're not okay. If you if you're doing like cutting edge progression, you probably want you probably don't want to play it just because it's so important that these things they, these ads die and things like that. And it's, you're just at such a disadvantage if you're not playing marksmanship for those cases. But if you're like not like like attempting heroic archimond or going into mythics, like just play bm it's fine <laughs> i mean it, i don't think there's any problems with it really but when you get to the more difficult progression that's where marksmanship starts shining a bit more yeah it's, I, I, it's not because it's not it's not necessarily because marksmanship does more damage overall like on the meters it's just because of those important ads which is like all of hellfire seems to be revolving around that yeah, no, I, I I agree with that, and that's the thing. Like you said, they they priority those those ads, and that's the big thing. So there's not a lot of, you know, you just can't just sit back and AOE to death, and you know, hope everything's going to be okay. You know, that you'll be killing everything. That there are ads, and they all have priority. And I mean, BM has some good burst, but Marksmanship really has some some good burst as well. And you can kind of. I, I, you can certainly plan around around some of those ads too, and, and save up uh, certain things to make sure you know your focus is in the right place, and and and, and everything else is ready to go on on those high priority targets. But like you say, um, that's the key into a lot of these fights is making sure that you're doing as much damage as quickly as you can on the appropriate target, or else you're you're just going to end up wiping. Yeah. I will say this though. Um, Survival, yeah, nothing much has changed there, and I think what we've been saying all along is sort of sort of playing out that it should, it is just a weak weak spec right now. Yeah, I really thought there'd be some kind of hot fix just to give it a bit of love, but zero hunter hot fixes. 
No, there's been none. I mean, I guess they just Blizzard maybe just seems to be happy with that we have two that are that are that are pretty good that people can use and and uh, but we that may be three. good enough for. I know we did have three. <laughs> Honestly, but, even if they left survival as it was, it would still be inferior, but it would at least be usable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a hunter who was just a long-standing survival hunter, and even he finally caved <laughs> and gave up survival this week. I think he was play, playing beast mastery, and, and and was better off for it. I have to say, but you know, it just it just seems like it's come to that now. Yeah. Who knows what's up with survival? I don't know if they're going to redo it next expansion or what. That's what I'm thinking, that they're just going to wait now until the next expansion and then implement the, the major class changes. And I don't know how much they'll overhaul things, but they always make changes. They always make changes. So, Yep. Melee Hunter confirmed. <laughs> Well, we had an, another question that was I saw posted in the WHU uh, Facebook, and someone is noticing some potential pathing issues in the Tanan jungle. And uh, so someone uh, from Pernil, I guess, uh, says, anybody else having issues with their pet just randomly running off and finding stuff on its own to play with? She said, I noticed that I've had the biggest issue at the throne of Kil'jaeden, which is full of elites, by the way, so that's not a place you really want things to go wrong. Um, said, yesterday my friend and I were up there, decided to take a short break. We're both hunters. We sat far away from everything down on that little slope you used to get up there. When we both came back, our pets were gone. Apparently they had found one, a stone golem on the other side of the hill to play with something that was way out of range. I don't know. I haven't noticed any real pet issues, uh, in tan and jungle or, or otherwise. Have you? No, uh, not really. Um, the only thing I can think of is you had the pet on defensive or something like that. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really noticed. The only only thing that I find annoying that I've had problems with is that uh, the entrance area to Hellfire Citadel, there's some training dummies there that are targetable and you can attack. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll turn around and my pet will just be uh, attached to one of those, just attacking it nonstop. And it's it's really kind of annoying. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the, those training dummies that they have in there or not. I don't know why they're there, why they put them in there, why they're targetable. I mean, you know. Yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> but the, I did it because we know, they know we're going to be barraging all over the place. Pad the meters. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I don't know how much damage you get. You know, I'm not even, you know, but it's, it's it's you know, we'll do a pull of, you know, some other trash and I'll turn around and my pet's not, not near me. I'm like, where is he? And I'll see him. He's attacking the pillar and you know it takes him forever to run over and attack the target i want him to and then when he's then that target dies or the pack dies he'll run back to the pillar and start wailing on it again <clears throat> so just something to keep in mind there but uh i i don't know it's just something one of those things where it's like you know why couldn't they just make it a static object or you know Whatever, not you know what I mean. Not something you could target. Yeah. Just just make it decorative, part of the instance. It was a weird thing. Uh, someone Glacier Wolf in our chat room says he's had the exact issue at Throne. So maybe there's uh, something going on there. Maybe there's something that's about the <laughs> the Throne of Kill Jade and that's off a little bit and uh, affecting Hunter pets. I don't know. 
Uh, let's see. Pops Hunters. Haste versus multi-strike builds for marksmen. Talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <clears throat> um, I, I don't know. Neither. Is there I mean? <laughs> neither, I guess. Crit builds all the way. Yeah, I don't know where you'd want the a haste or, or multi. I mean, I understand multi-strike is a, is a good stat. I mean, obviously, crit and multi-strike seem to be the, the big two uh, for marksmanship. And, I mean, is this haste even sort of get diminished once you get the four piece and you've got those instant aim shots? Does it does it play less? Does it become less critical then for for marksmanship too? Yeah, it's it's still the bottom stat, so mm-hmm. um, you know you still get benefit from it for for your like your stampede and stuff like that. But probably not enough that it would you know come at the expense of certainly not crit. Oh no, you never prioritize you know. haste. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Well, you know what? We are coming down to the bottom of the hour here. I mean, unless there's any other topics you guys want to talk about, maybe we should just call this one, wrap this one up <laughs> for today. Oh, uh, there's a neat little hot fix for the next time walking. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. Yes. Um, so they hot fixed it. So next weekend, if you do the quest. To complete five time walking dungeons, you will get a normal difficulty raid box in addition to the seal. So that's pretty nice. Maybe that is pretty trinket good. in that, there. That is nice. Yes, maybe get a trinket or <clears throat> or something interesting. Yeah, I had I I hadn't noticed that. So, uh, and I think the next set of time walking dungeons is going to be the some of the old Wrath of the Lich King dungeons, which will be fun. Yeah, don't forget to uh, take your legendaries in there. Like your legendary cloak will work, and the legendary bow works. Yeah, the legendary bow. I don't have that, but that's nice. Certainly in the, the level seventy dungeons too. Um, and you can use some fun little trinkets like Deathbringer as well. Oh yeah, I've, I I I still have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recently got that again just just for time walking. Yeah, I may have to try and go run that on. Uh, do heroic ICC and see if I can't get that version of it because I just have the. Oh, it, it, I don't think it matters because it gets scaled down anyway. So oh, it does. Okay, so to a certain eye level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, I still have my Deathbringer as well. Yeah, maybe I'll bring bring that out and some of the other stuff. I guess you could bring back some of your other. I I actually have a lot of the gear. Um. Yeah, you could use old set bonuses. Old, old set bonuses. Stuff. Yeah. Although I, I forget what the set bonuses are for like tier ten. And so forth. I don't know if I want to do that if they're still relevant or not. I think they were just damage increases, weren't they? Yeah, you know, I don't remember. I remember like the tier nine, for example. One of them was like allowed serpent sting ticks to crit or something like that. I but I think they changed that when they changed how serpent sting worked. But I don't know. I'll have to go consider that but i've got some of the old weapons but again you know you can transmog the weapons and everything too so yeah it's <laughs> yeah, so like you need to wear these legendaries it's pretty easy yeah but yeah and that's nice because the 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 like the iron fleet treasure those boxes are what every three weeks now i think instead of every two weeks so no it turns out they were they actually are two weeks are they it's, okay it's just the for some reason, the cooldown on them is three weeks, but or I mean the expiry date on them. Okay, because I I don't know I should be due for 
for mine, but I haven't seen my my second one come up yet. So, well, I had my second one on Wednesday, so and I was, I was okay. I got, I got my first one the sec- second day of the patch. So, okay, yeah. See, I I, I don't know that I got them. I probably got mine because I was a little bit slow with the fleet. So I think I probably got it the second week. So that would that would make sense. So maybe I'll see it, um, Monday or Tuesday or something. I, my box this week, it literally gave me, I think, the worst item I could have gotten from the, from the entire instance. Oh, uh, what did you get? I remember you 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 <laughs> linked it before. It was uh, was it pants or something off the first boss? Pants from the first boss. Yeah. With, with like like the the way the stats are split up, it's like two thirds versatility, one third mm-hmm. haste. <laughs> it's just it's. Yeah. It's just such a bad item, especially since that's the best tier piece too. I'm just like, come on, just throw me a bone here. Yeah, but but you're getting heroic boxes at least, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm but still it's still stuck. not usable. Yeah, I'm stuck on on the normal boxes for for the for the time being. So I don't know that I should expect much goodness out of there, especially since I got the one like I said, the the, the blade master trinket. So you know, that's unless it's Warforged, isn't going to help me. You can't get tier gear weapons out of it, so. Most of my other gear is already, you know, level 700. You know, yeah, most of my non-tier gear is, you know, level 700 or close to it. So, you know, it'd have to be 695 or higher. Yeah, it's not like the previous boxes where it was almost always an upgrade. Right. Because there was a lot of difficulty up. Yeah, Glacier Wolf was asking, "How do we qualify for normal slash heroic boxes?" Does that, have we figured out what the the formula is for for triggering it? I know they changed it such that you can't get um, boxes that are higher than the level of raid that you're running. So if you're running normal, for example, you'll only see normal boxes, and if you're running heroic, you'll get heroic boxes. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the number. Like some people. I've said you just have to kill Gorefiend and you'll get it. Okay. The the, the current uh, box for whatever you're rating. Mm-hmm. So if you want a normal box, if you kill Gorefiend on normal, you should get it. But or it might just be like the other raid where you have to kill fifteen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. We didn't. I got my normal box well before we touched Gorefiend. Well, you got it because you pre-qualified for it because you had heroic kills. From, okay. From, from the, the previous, previous year. tier. Okay. That make that makes sense. Okay. That's why I got the heroic one because I had mythic kills. And, like I got Understood. it before I didn't even do any raiding really. So, so yeah, if you're only raiding LFR, unfortunately, you're just gonna get the LFR box. Correct. Except for the time walking, you'll get a normal from that. So, I would definitely do that. Yeah, I'll definitely do that because, like I said, this it's, it's not like there's no upgrades in a in a in a normal difficulty, but. Uh... Few or far between, and if I get one from doing the uh, the time walking dungeons, it'll maybe help stave off the disappointment from not getting what I need out of my fleet. <laughs> well, Box. you can do the Apexus upgrades with all the ways we can get Apexus now. I have been doing that, and that's moving nice, pretty that, fast. That, yeah, that's a nice way to get some gear. It doesn't take very long at all. It's very not hard at all to get uh, Apexus crystals. In fact, I don't feel bad about. You know, I want to get the mount, of course, but I don't feel bad about spending you know a few crystals on upgrades because you know it won't take that much longer to get the crystals needed for the mount plus i have the mage tower as well so that's yeah. a that, that's a that's a pretty steady source of uh of crystals as well 
I hate to say it, but I feel like I'm I'm like done with Tanan already. I don't know about I, you guys, but yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't run it every day. Certainly. I mean, there's still plenty of stuff that I haven't done in there, but I don't feel compelled to have to go in there every single day and run all those. I mean, you know, I, I do. Uh, the one thing I'm very behind on, which I, is the Saber Stalker reputation. Are I you need doing it. the weekly quest? Uh, yes, I am doing the weekly. Yeah, the best thing for that is just go to the group finder and mm-hmm. find a group with at least one tank and then... You can get exalted in a couple hours. Yeah. So I just need to, to do that. And again, that's all related to wanting to get my achievement for flying done. So so when flying is released, I'll be ready to go. Yeah, I thought we'd see that on the PTR by now. Mm-hmm. They said it was going to be just a few weeks after there'd be a PTR. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what the holdup is unless they're going to try and string it out as long as they can. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they found a few issues internally with it that they hadn't expected. Maybe. I mean, flying. can't imagine there's too much since you can use the feather to get everywhere. True. True. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head is like, there's like this weird invisible wall around the Citadel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've tried to fly through there with the feather. Mm-hmm. But you just No, I haven't. You just hit an invisible wall. So they're probably fixing up things like that. Yeah, so maybe it's stuff like that. Like I say, a few invisible walls here or there that they're they're discovering that they they want to try and clean up. So it's not an issue when it when it does go live. I don't know. Cool. All right, and the time walking what next weekend is when it starts. So I'll have to look forward to that. All right. <clears throat> well, cool. Well, now I think we we we're over the hour mark here. So. Uh, why don't we call it a show this week and we'll come back in a couple of weeks and, you know, we will try and get some guests. So, and you guys out there, listeners, if you have any recommendations for people you'd like to, to hunters, you'd want us to bring on the show, let us know. And we'll be more than happy to reach out to them and, and, and try and get them on board. Uh, we'll see where the uh, race for world first with high, um, how far Citadel is. And if Roger Brown is available, we'll certainly try and get him back on and have him talk about that experience. Always good to talk to him about that. So, on that note, you have been listening to episode 221 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendek from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendek Wow on Twitter. And I'm Alexander from the uh, chat room. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. And we'll have all these links available in the show notes. Well, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to <laughs> discuss on the show... Email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right. Stay thirsty, my friends. And remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Siempre prestar la emoción de los salvajes. Don't forget to pay your dues for the horde. And come on, Method. Come on. Yeah, we'll see if they, they can uh, make up for that lost time yesterday. They're They're... They're pretty good I at this. I hope so. I've been refreshing and and uh, it's just not working. So. <laughs> All right. Well, good deal. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Appreciate you tuning in and we'll see you in a couple weeks. See ya. All right. Thanks, All right. everyone. Yep. A life stealer. That's just the cost of being an awesome sauce. I'm a dues payer. I'm a boss slayer. I rock out with my life.
Archivon, 